matters is not the size of your faith, but the size of the God you put in it. A little faith in a big God gets big results. In this podcast, Dr. Dixon walks through the fourth resolution Moses made when he went up against the most powerful man in the world and how it shaped his life. Well, bless the Lord. You know what? I am enjoying the podcast with you. It's so wonderful to be able to share that that God is speaking in this hour. It's such a relevant word for our times. So many people think that God, you know, thousands of years ago spoke. He's yet speaking today. And it is evident in our lives when we make wise choices. We don't have a long time down here on this earth. And while we're here, we're supposed to produce. We're to be productive. And the way you're productive is through your choices, what you decide to do, what you settle on, what you're determined about, what you purpose in your heart. And when you do that, you've got a firm determination to do whatever it is that you have the option of doing. That's what we're talking about here on Dash. It's good to be a Christian. It's good to have a church that you belong to. It's good to walk every day with faith in God. But if you've had a problem with that, or if it seems like, you know, sometimes up, sometimes down, almost level to the ground. (laughs) You know what? The way you can get out of that, and I was teaching a class last night, is where you're promised to never fall. It's when you begin to exercise the decision choices in your life. And we exercise it by being productive, by us making choices that's based upon principles that will guarantee us to move forward. Yes. It's how you're going to guarantee that. I'm going to tell you how. If you look at Second Peter, the first chapter, and around about uh, the 10th verse, God said, if you begin to produce in your life, you will be Begin to see yourself in a position that you will never fall. Yeah, it actually says that, that you will never fall. That is a guarantee. And let me tell you something else I found out. I'm just talking with you today. Do you know what? Productivity in the Word of God, we see it throughout the Word of God. It's talking about fruit. It's talking about producing fruit when you bear fruit. That is productivity. That is you producing in your life. So... That was just a little Carol Dixon 101 there. (laughs) So back to our lesson. Oh, it's been so wonderful in this initial month opening up with you. May I call it an introductory month? It's been so good talking about wise choices and that that you need to do. You need to resolve it down on the inside of you. Oh, yes, that you're going to decide. You're going to settle. You're going to determine down on the inside and purposefully move forward. When you do, I was talking with this uh, about this with you on last week. You'll find yourself having values in your life. Value is just a wonderful thing to have. And when you have it, it brings a usefulness and a worth to you. 
your character takes you to a place of advantage and benefit. You begin to gain and profit and you see good and, 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 and merit to everything that you do. It's a wonderful thing. And that's what, what we're doing here. That's what I want to see you get to the place of and not in just one moment or one time or one decision, but that this is the process that you move through all the time that you begin to see God's vision for the rest of your life. I don't care if you're a king or priest. What are you saying, Carol Dixon? I'm saying it does not matter if you are a minister or you're in the workplace. You need to have these values in your life concerning decision making. And it means that when you set it up as a value, it is a standard of your behavior. It's a judgment of what is important in your life. Oh yes, I'm a living witness. When you decide that, it makes all the difference in your life. It helps you so much with those tough places that maybe you would fall. Uh, when you think about what is my standard? What is my option on this as to what I'm going to decide? I've got a standard. I have a worth. I have a, a I have a, I have that that I go by. I have that that I use an evaluation, an assessment, an estimate, an appraisal, a price. When you start talking value, you begin to be a person of quality. You begin to walk in a new quality of living produced by a new character in God. And you know what? you'll find out that the Bible is right. If you have sort of been teetotaling on the on, on whether I believe the Bible, or I don't know, you'll begin to see such profit in your life. You'll begin to see such a benefit in your life from walking in the principles that are in the word of God that why not embrace it? <laughs> why not? And see the productivity continually in your life as well. So, these are the four life-shaping choices of Moses that we see in Hebrews 11, verse 23 and 24. Now, I'm closing out today, and I stopped on the 26th verse. I didn't read the 23rd verse, and I haven't gone into the 27th verse. I purposely did that. All right. Now, today, we're going to, I'm going to start at the 23rd verse and I'm going to read it. It says it was by faith that Moses's parents hid him for three months. They saw that God had given them an unusual child. They were not afraid of what the king might do. There's got to be someone in your life that will support you that will speak on your behalf, that will be your voice when you don't have a voice. Someone in your life that can see that there's something unusual about you when you don't see it yourself. You don't feel you have any value. You don't feel that you can benefit anyone in any way. There's got to be someone there anointed of God to encourage you, to embrace you, to lift you up in those times, those valley situations, I like to call it. This is where Moses' parents were 
And you know what the scripture says? They were not afraid. It's so many times we in the body of Christ, may I say, and mankind, period. So many times we compete instead of complete. God has called us to complete those that he's brought into our lives. We don't have to compete with them. God uses them in a way that no one else could have been used. There's no way that you can get where you're trying to go if the one that God has anointed to bring you forth <laughs> and to hide you. Oh, to hide you, you know, not trying to keep you from moving forth and moving ahead, but to say, no, not time yet. Isn't that the way we do our children? Those of us that have children, we, they might think on the outside that, Hey, I can do this. I can handle it. But we know that on the inside, they're not developed enough and they're not ready to get out there and hit the forces that's going to be attacking them. So we let them know, no, before you go to college, you got to finish high school. How about that? Before you go to high school, you got to complete middle school. Before middle school, you got to come on through elementary. And before elementary, you need to make sure that you're in the grade, the little bitty grades down there. Come on. Isn't that what we do? What am I saying? There's process. And in order for us to make it through process, we've got to have someone there that is willing to, to just really, may I say, you know, be patient with us. To, to give us what God is saying for us to grow, to give us that word, that word that we need in that timing that only they may not even be able to think of, but it will come forth as you begin to share in that moment that they know just what to say. They know just what to give. And sometimes, many times they know why, because they've been that way. God used someone with them. You got to know you don't run across those people every day. That's concerned about your welfare, concerned about your prosperity and your growth. When you don't have a mind to be concerned about yourself, when you are not mature enough to handle it yourself. You know, God has called me to that type of people. He really has. Many times I ask God, Lord, why me? And you know what my spirit says back to me? Why not you? <laughs> it humbles me right down. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And so we go into value. We begin to have value. But it all started because somebody saw something unusual in us and began to hide us until God and, and nurture us and feed us until we get into that place that God wants us to be. And you know what? I love this last line. It says, and they were not afraid of what the king might do. Oh, who was the king? He was the one that said, kill all the men children that's born. <laughs> yeah, read it. Read it. It's there in the Bible. And you know what? They were not afraid of that. You, you got to be around. I'm telling you, whoever God uses is going to be bold. Will speak into your life. Will say that to you that you don't want to hear. That you might even get upset. But hey, it's not personal. Whenever it's not personal, it doesn't matter how you may take it personal. It won't be personal. I've got those kind of people around me that, and I know my purpose in their lives. Oh, and I do what God has called me to do. That's what God wants. He even wants it from us as parents. When you are a parent, you've got to be bold like that. There are things you have to say to your kid. There are things that you have to, as you're raising them, it is the same principle there that God wants in this hour. And those parents that do not, they've got problems, major problems. Because as you assess what's going on in homes today, we'll see there's a lot of things missing. What's missing? Well, a value system, a belief system. What's missing? Oh, where those kids are held accountable for 
for the things that they say. What's missing? That decisions can be made and those decisions are not changed from moment to moment. But hey, it's settled in the household. And uh, sometimes when I was raising, raising my kids, I tell them, I said, you know what? That's a cardinal law around here. In other words, that's not changing. <laughs> there is no debate or any type of negotiation on it. And that's the way it is with the word of God. When you stand on it, it'll bring value to you. It'll put you in a place of, of worth. It'll put you in a place of quality. It'll be, it'll began to bring within you a, a resoluteness on the inside that no matter what's going on or how it's going on, you consider yourself to be so important. Mm-hmm. And you, and, and that you have an opinion that has come from a higher authority that it, you draw the line on it, that you're saying this is a life shaping choice as I begin to place, stand on, speak into your life, and then what? Embrace it for my own. You'll begin to see life shaping choices, and it won't matter what I have taught and am teaching in these few weeks here. And this is going to be the base of my podcast and you will hear it coming out in all that I say. And again, it doesn't matter if you're a king or a priest. Doesn't matter if you're in ministry or you have a secular job. It does not matter. These are principles that you need to embrace that will shape your life for all the choices you will make. Every last one that you will make. I was so excited when God gave me this theme because this is a theme that is so broad. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. This needs to be the principles that you stand upon for your life changing choices. And those that you stand upon, that you decide, that you settle, that you determine down on the inside of you, what you're going to do according to the values in the word of God and you'll find yourself fulfilling purpose. You'll find yourself moving forward and being productive. Yeah. How about that? Huh? You'll find yourself having value and all that equals value, doesn't it? Being purposeful, ha being productive, every bit of that means value. Now I'm going to go to verse 27. All right, because we went through verse 24, where we were talking about how our purpose is to please God, not people. He's the one who examines the motives of our heart. Glory to God. And we were talking about that by faith. Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. We went on into verse 25, where Moses chose to be mistreated along with the people of God, rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short time, you know, your personal value, you know what, you, you, you understand what you're doing and you understand, you know who you are. You're not confused about your identity. You know who you are. You know that you're a person of worth. You know that you're a person of value and you know, oh, you know who you are and you know where you're going. You know that there's a purpose and there's a plan for you and you choose, even though you know it's going to be some valleys, you know that it won't last always. You know that it is only temporary and you're on your way to the permanent. <laughs> Glory to God. We also read in verse 26 where Moses regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasure of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. There's some valleys that you're going to go through, but you got to know they won't last forever. And in knowing that you've also got to posture yourself for a greater day. One of the things that have helped me so much in my valleys is that I always say, I know that the process of life, adversity has to come before your great 
blessing. It has to. It's always adversity. It's always a fight. And when you see that fight that is so tough, it's something great on the way. And I will say that to myself. I will open my mouth and say something great, something good is getting ready to happen. Why? Because I know, oh, I'd rather, I, let me say, I'd rather go through whatever I'm going through, which is mistreatment. Because, hey, oh, you, you, you want the victory. You want the high place. You want the mountaintops. But you know what? Instead, if I can't get it, when I assess, when I move into this with value, I move into mm-hmm. this. Glory to God. Because of my principles in God. Because of my assessment of the situation. And I have made a decision. It does not matter what I'm going to stand and see the victory. I'm going to receive the promise of what I am believing for. I'm not going to drop my standards one bit. And so when you know all this and you come through uh, and you have decided instead of popularity, hey, I'll take the prestige and power through the word of God instead of the pleasures of sin for a moment. I want the pleasures forevermore in God instead of possessions, the treasures of Egypt. You know what? I know God has something great on the way. Oh, it's something wonderful on the way that God is getting ready to do in my life. And I know I'm looking ahead. I'm not going to get stuck in this moment that I'm in. I'm looking ahead. The most productive people always look ahead. That's why a lot of times when things come to pass, people say, aren't you excited? Aren't you happy? You've already celebrated that. You've already you've already moved into what's next. Okay, let's look at verse 27. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt. He was not afraid of the king. Moses kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. (sighs) Great reward that God will give you by faith. Leave when you leave where you've been directed to leave from. It said he was not afraid. You don't have to fear anything of this world. It said Moses kept right on going. God's not going to let you fall. He's not going to let it drop. You're going to keep moving forth in victory in him. And this is what Moses did because he understood and looking ahead. He knew what God valued. As we, you know, God values prestige and power more than popularity. God values the pleasures of God being embraced, embraced, and they are more valuable than the pleasures of sin. God values that you understand. It does not matter what this world is trying to show you the possessions that you can have. You know that that's nothing but sinking sand if it is not based up on what God would have you to do. You got to rather, rather, instead of accept those things that, you know, that you that, that you're to move in and that the decision that have been made by the values that you have, that's what you value rather than the possessions of Egypt. And then by faith, Moses left Egypt. When you step out, it's got to be by faith because nothing on the inside or outside will indicate it. Sometimes your legs can feel like jelly and your back can feel like it's going to just totally not hold you up. But it is at those times that God will order your steps and it has to be by faith. I don't see it. I don't even sense it being there. But you know what? Something just tells me this is the way I should go. That's what happens as you begin to 
exercise your decision-making process, embracing the steps that I have given. Now, closing out, how do you keep the decision? How do you keep your resolutions? I know we are approaching the end of this year, going into a new year in 2019. But how how do you keep your resolution? Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25 in the TEV translation, it says, Let us be concerned for one another and help one another. Show love and do good. Let us not give up the habit of meeting together as some are doing Instead, let us encourage one another. Oh, when you would dare to love, have joy, uh, walk in peace, uh, move in meekness and gentleness, be temperate in your attitude. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, that's how we be concerned for one another. That's how we prefer someone over us. That's how we help one another, being patient and being kind, being considerate. That's how we show love and we do good. And don't give up. Don't give up on relationship. Don't give up on fellowship. Don't give up on connecting. Yes, I know it's a lot of people say I can have church right at home. But you know what? You can't have that relationship and that fellowship at home. No, you cannot. And it is nothing like a Faith community believing in God. Oh yes, we are family like any other family. But that faith but a faith community, oh, there is a value to that in your life that nothing else will take its place. It is a great thing to go to church on Sunday morning. It's something about your presence being there as you be there. And now with technology, oh you can just get right in the service. You don't have to miss it. God is so good. Yes, yes, that's the way we have it ours. Tune into that website, caroldixon.net, Wednesday nights and Sunday morning. Ooh, have church <laughs> and talking about these values. Well, you keep them. When you do that, you be concerned and you walk in love. And then Isaiah 50 and 7 says, you got to look at that and see just what God is saying, just how he's saying it. Glory to God, just how it's coming to pass in our lives. He says, because the sovereign Lord helps me, this is the New Living Translation, I will not be dismayed. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone, determined to do his will, and I know that I will triumph. That's so good. In those times that you feel, ah, I don't know what to do. Isaiah said, a sovereign Lord. I love that. Ooh, he's God over everything. The sovereign Lord will help us. He'll help you. Oh, you're not in this thing by yourself. You don't have to be dismayed. Because your help is here, not on the way. The sovereign Lord will help you. And all he needs you to do is make that decision and just don't move off of it. Set your face like a flint, like a stone. This is what I'm embracing. This is what I value. This is what I base my principles upon. The same life changing principles that Moses used. And be determined, be determined to do God's will. And from that, there's a confidence there's a, a knowing, I say, a knowing in your knower. 
<laughs> you know that you will triumph, that you will have the victory, that you will come out on top, regardless to what, because you're willing to take the process of the decision making choices. That's how you keep your resolution. That's how it's done. It's nothing Superman, Superwoman. <laughs> no, it's simply knowing that God will help you. Well, you know, this has been good. My prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. I am Carol Dixon. Thank you for listening to Dash Podcast. If you would like to know more about Dr. Carolee Dixon and Dash, go to caroldixon.net.